guys, I'm Lucy, and you're listening to Short Stories for Kids, the magical podcast of storytelling. I wonder what adventure awaits us today. So now it's time to thank our newest premium members, starting with Charlotte Holm, James and Maddie from Livermore, California, Bronwyn from Sydney, Australia, and brothers Terence and Seth from New Jersey. Hi, guys! It can be pretty tough to find a holiday gift that will keep your child excited long after the day they open it. With a KiwiCo subscription, you're giving so much more than a toy. They'll get a season of discovery and experiences delivered straight to their door. Each box is kid-approved by a crew of kid testers to ensure they're age-appropriate and seriously fun. My son received his robots encoding pack last week, and he loves it. He's literally spent hours programming the robots, solving the puzzles, and learning about the mechanics of it all. The moment of pride and accomplishment at the end of a KiwiCo project sparks creative confidence for ongoing tinkering and experimentation. Give awesome this holiday season with KiwiCo. Get your first month of any crate line free at kiwico.com slash short stories. That's your first month free at K-I-W-I-C-O dot com slash short stories. And here is today's story request. Dear Lucy, please could you write a story about myself, Felix, and my sister, Ada, who go on a quest up a mountain to find a diamond ring that turns the wearer and anyone they touch into a dinosaur. In this story, you're going to hear lots of different dinosaur names that you might have never heard of before. I suggest that at some point after you finish listening to the story, that you look up some of these dinosaur names. And you might discover some amazing dinosaur species that you'd never heard of before and don't get mentioned very often. Over the centuries, there have been many stories of a magical ring that grants the wearer amazing abilities. And not just any abilities, because set in the ring is a mystical diamond that, it is said, turns the wearer into a fearsome and mighty creature. Heroes and villains from every country of the globe have searched for this ring, but in 300 years, nobody has ever found it. To most, it is a myth, nothing but a story, but... For a dedicated few, they still believe it exists, and they search for it still. One such person was Felix. He'd been collecting clues for some time now, and finally, he thought that he knew where it was. Look, Ada, all the clues point to here, he said, pressing his fingertip onto a map. But that's the middle of nowhere, said Ada. It's not nowhere, corrected Felix. It's a mountain, and I'm sure it's where we'll find that ring. And so they packed up their supplies, and the brother and sister went to climb a mountain. Ada was right. 
It was the middle of nowhere, and it took them many days to get there, and another day to climb to the mountain's snowy peak. Felix was beginning to think that he'd made a mistake, and that surely there couldn't be a ring hidden up here. But just as they were feeling that they couldn't climb any further, they came to a small stone temple carved into the rock, and there. On a pedestal lay a diamond ring. We found it! Shouted Felix in delight. Ada danced with joy, despite her tired legs. Oh, I can't believe it! She laughed. Felix reached out and picked up the ring. It looked magnificent. Time to find out what it can do, he said. Oh, I don't know. Aren't you scared? Asked Ada. I'm not sure I want to be turned into a fearsome and mighty creature. Felix shrugged.、Hmm, I suppose if I don't like it, I'll just have to take the ring off again. And with that, he slipped the ring over his finger. In an instant, he transformed from Felix the human boy into a massive, toothy T-Rex. He was so surprised. He couldn't help but let out an enormous roar that shook the temple's walls. "You're a dinosaur!" squealed Ada. "Yeah, it's so cool!" bellowed Felix, swishing his thick tail and snapping his giant jaws. "Oh, you don't feel like eating me, do you?" Ada asked. "Oh no," said Felix. I'm still me inside this T-Rex body. Oh, I can't wait to show the world our discovery! I'm so pleased for you," giggled Ada and cuddled one of Felix's big, scaly legs. But at the moment she touched him, she too was transformed. Oh, what happened? She screamed. Felix just began laughing. You're a dinosaur too," he chuckled. You're a Styracosaurus, but all I did was touch you," Ada said. She was clearly shocked by the change. Oh well, now we both get to be dinosaurs," grinned Felix. No sooner had he spoken than they heard voices outside. Curious, the T-Rex and the Styracosaurus went to have a look. The voices were being carried on the wind. So they had to walk quite a distance from the stone temple to find them. Dressed in red jackets, they found three mountaineers setting up their tents on a small flat ledge. "Hello," said Felix, delighted to be able to show the mountaineers his discovery. "Oh!" screamed the first mountaineer. "A T-Rex!" screeched the second mountaineer. And there's another dinosaur behind it," wailed the third mountaineer. "Oh no, it's all right," said Felix as he stepped onto the small ledge. "I won't eat you. I'm actually a human." The three mountaineers had nowhere to run and had backed up against the cliff face in terror. "A human?" repeated the first mountaineer with a worried voice. "So we're safe." Asked the second mountaineer. "Oh, phew!" said the third mountaineer. "You really frightened us there. You look so real." "Well, I am real," 
on, touch me and see, said Felix as he lowered his large head. He had completely forgotten what had just happened with his sister. The three mountaineers reached out, touched his nose, and instantly they transformed. The first mountaineer became an Ankylosaurus. The second mountaineer became a Parasaurolophus. The third mountaineer became a Dreadnoughtus. And at that moment, suddenly, the tiny ledge now had five big dinosaurs on it. So the ledge broke. Yikes! screamed Ada as the five dinosaurs found themselves sliding down the steep, snowy mountainside on the slab ledge. They blasted past rocks, plowed through drifts, and burst through trees as they raced downwards. It had taken Felix and Ader nearly a day to climb up, but they were going down in a matter of moments. Look, pointed Felix with one of his tiny T-Rex arms. We're heading towards that farm beside the river. Oh, I hope we don't hit it, Ada cried as the slope began to level and their makeshift sledge started to slow. Fortunately, they missed the cottage, but stopped with the rocky sledge balancing over the icy water. The farmer and his family burst out of their cottage, fearing a terrible landslide. The last thing they expected to see was five dinosaurs huddled on a big flat rock. Dinosaurs! shrieked the farmer's wife, gathering her three children around her. Oh, it's all right, said Felix, still a little shaken from their journey. We won't hurt you, but we're in danger of tipping into the river. Can you help? The farmer and his family had never seen such a sight, but they could all tell that the five dinosaurs were in trouble. So, being a kind and helpful family, they made a chain by holding each other's hands with the farmer at the front. He reached out his hand to grab Felix's, but when he touched the T-Rex's skin, the entire family transformed. The farmer became a Therizinosaurus. The farmer's wife became a Gigantoraptor, and all three children became Iguanodons. It was at that exact moment that the rocky ledge tipped forward into the water, plunging the five dinosaurs into the river and pulling the family after them. Oh, it's freezing, yelped Ada as the ten dinosaurs bobbed along in the chilly current. They were being swept past rocky outcrops, through frothing rapids, and along the length of the valley. It had taken Felix and Ada a day to walk up the valley, but they were going to get back in a matter of minutes. Look, pointed Felix as the water splashed against his face. We're headed towards that bridge. Oh, I hope we don't hit it, Ada cried as she spotted a procession of people crossing it. Had they been human-sized, they would have been swept straight underneath it. But they weren't human-sized. They were all huge. Dinosaurs! shrieked the people on the bridge, but it was too late to run. The gigantic body of the dreadnoughts hit the bridge first, smashing it to pieces and sending the people tumbling into the water to collide with Felix, and each and every one of them transformed. 
Oh dear," said Ada, as twenty dinosaurs now found themselves floating in the water. Soon the river began to widen and curve, and the water began to slow. They could see a large town up ahead. The dinosaurs swept into the river's shallows and were soon able to stumble into the riverbank, where they all collapsed with exhaustion. Oh, I'm terribly sorry," said Felix to those all around him. I didn't mean to turn you all into dinosaurs and dunk you in the river. Well, perhaps you should get some help," suggested Ada as she shook her spiky head, climbing up onto a track that led into town. But the townspeople had seen what they thought was the arrival of twenty scary river monsters, and fearing that they were under attack, had gathered nets and poles and sharp tools to see the creatures off. Dinosaurs! Yelled the townsfolk when they could eventually see what they were dealing with. Felix, being the nearest, opened his little arms and called out, "Would you mind giving us a hand?" But the townsfolk weren't listening. They poked their poles and waved their sharp tools and threw their nets over Felix, trapping him inside. Felix fell to the floor, and the townsfolk surrounded him, rushing to hold him down. But as they touched him, each and every one of them transformed. Oh, it happened again! Howled Ada as she realized there were now fifty dinosaurs in total. Oh, this is getting silly, she said. I agree," said Felix miserably from under the nets. And so he did the only thing he could think of that might help. He took the ring off. In an instant. Everyone transformed. There were no longer fifty dinosaurs beside the river, but fifty slightly chilly and quite confused humans. Oh, I'm ever so sorry," said Felix. "I didn't mean to cause so much trouble. Let me and my sister help you put this right." This time, when Felix put the diamond ring on, he made sure he was very careful not to touch anyone but Ada. Using their huge size, they helped to pull wagons to give everyone a lift home, rebuild the bridge, and even got the mountaineers to where they wanted to be. By the time they were done, everybody was quite used to seeing Felix the T-Rex and Ada the and Ada the Styracosaurus, and they had become a popular sight in the valley. In fact, news of the dinosaurs had begun to spread around the world. Do you know what? Said Felix after spending the following afternoon helping the farmer and his family. There was a moment when the people of the town threw those nets over me that I wished I had never gone looking for this ring. Yeah, I know what you mean," agreed Ada. "But look at all the good we have done with it since." Yeah," nodded Felix. "And for that reason, I think I'm going to keep it." So, if you ever see a T-Rex and a Styracosaurus near you, you'll know who it is, won't you? The end.